Previously on Partnership Vision Podcast. I loaded on the overtime so I could work both my shift and her shift. And during her shift, I could go over there and sit with her and spend time with her and get to know her better. And after he, he kind of started what seemed to me kind of randomly sitting next to me, I'm like, okay, well, hello. <laughs> sitting next to him, having random conversations and... We just started really building a, a coworker kind of friendship, but a better one than any of the other ones I had. This one with Sean was special. It wasn't just unique, but it was special, and I could tell. Because he, he truly cared, and I could tell he was more wholesome <laughs> than the other ones I hung out with. Then at some point, it came down to Sean actually walking me out to my car, which I'll let him tell the story. Vinny, Vinny, Amari. We came, we saw, we loved. Welcome to the Partnership Vision Podcast. Where we discuss how to have a relationship full of unity, trust, fun, and fulfillment. We'll be sharing the rewards of preparing yourself for your best partner and being your best for them. I like So basically, uh, it was later in the shift, and so I was actually going to be doing my overtime all the way till after her shift, too. <laughs> I have no idea how I managed to get that much overtime in. But anyway, she was going to be, she was logging out, she's going to be leaving, and you know, so she was saying goodbye, saying, well, I'll see you, see you later, and uh, I was like, yeah, okay, see you later, and then I just got this really strong, compelling feeling, like, it's, it's like when you just know that you should talk to somebody, you should do something, and it makes you feel really uncomfortable. You feel super uncomfortable, but you're like sitting in the hot seat. You're just roasting there knowing you need to get up. You need to go do this thing, you know, and you're having to work up the nerve, work up the courage. And I just had this sense that it's like, you need to go and walk her out, walk her out to her car. You know, and like, first of all, like it's night and it's nighttime and it's dark out there. And, you know, she's a woman alone, walk her out there. And then second of all, just like as a personal thing to show her that you care about her, like go with her, walk her outside. And I was like, oh man, cause you know, they have you in fear about taking any breaks, about doing anything, something like that. I literally could have gotten in trouble for, I literally could have gotten in trouble for doing something good, you know, something positive like that because it's out of adherence. Even if, even though the call center was dead, there wasn't a bunch of calls, there wasn't anything going on. But I was like, you know what? Forget about it. I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to do this. And I think it was definitely God. I think it was Holy Spirit that was moving on me to do that. And so I got up and I raced over to where she was going to be in the front of the building. And hey, let me let me walk you out to your car. And so I just went with her and, you know, we were just chatting. She was really happy, excited to see me and surprised at first and just then happy that I was walking her to her car. And uh, so I walked her out there and saw her into her car and... Uh, you know, just walked off, waved, and then went back in the building. You know, went back to my business. Like, well, okay, that was that was cool. And a very interesting thing happened while he was walking back to the building. So I, I wasn't thinking about anything. And at this at this point in time, I didn't know that you could have a relationship with God. I didn't know that God could talk to you or 
any form of that matter. I didn't know about warfare. I, I hadn't, I was not taught any of that. I just had the biblical stories like Moses and Noah and all the basics of the Bible stories, but I didn't know any spiritual stuff. So as he's walking away, I'm not really thinking anything. I'm just, you know, still just happy, you know, that he was out there and he did that for me because I just thought that was the sweetest thing and just kind of wishing that we could hang out longer. But as he was walking away, in my mind, I heard, he's the one. I'm like, what? (laughs) What was that? You know, I was was so confused. I didn't understand. And I, I just, you know, clear as day, as if I actually heard it, it was that clear. And I never had that kind of experience before. So I just, I was like, okay, so that's cool. I know what that would mean, but I don't get why that's in my mind right now or how or whatever so I moved on and I just kind of put that in the memory bank you know for later and so during this time period the whole time I was with my captor I mean this uh what I'm about to tell you was the situation but I learned that I couldn't trust him around other women like I I end up going through his phone on different occasions because of just how crazy things were how he would just disappear or how he would just react to things different there's different instances that it would take a while just to list them all but he would act strange and I would start checking his phone when I had the chance because I knew he wasn't going to tell me anytime I asked him about something that I thought was strange he'd get mad so I was like well (laughs) your phone won't get mad at me (laughs) Um, so I started checking it and, and I would find different texts, different photos and different, uh, emails even where he was meeting up with another woman or there was pictures of, of that woman and what have you. And so I knew good and well, he was, he was going with at least three other women uh, on the side. But of course, like in that time I saw us as being in a real relationship. So I was very betrayed I felt so hurt so very betrayed so I kept trying to find different ways to catch him in it but that never happened and I at the time I don't think I even knew what I would have done if I would have caught him in the act but I kept trying to catch him in different instances just knowing that at least he couldn't lie about that he can't denounce that because I just caught him right-handed but all that to say that anytime that I knew for sure he'd be off because he got off at four I try to be with them from that moment on. I try to get all of my schedule synced up with him to where at least at that point I could keep track of him, which is not healthy. But I was under so much control that that's the only thing I knew to do. And even at that, I found out that he would leave work randomly with a random excuse and so even going by the guidelines that he worked from seven to four didn't mean deadly squat he was going to do what he was going to do and he got away with a lot of stuff that he shouldn't have at work my schedule was tied to his schedule and any co-worker friendship that I could have had outside of it was destroyed because they would invite me to things. I'm like, well, he's off during that time. I can't. And then I had to come up with some sort of reason why I couldn't. And 
I turned them down. Some of them I was able to say yes because that was during the time that he was supposed to be working. And so I got to hang out with a couple of people, but never was really able to form any friendships. And that was actually kind of part of his plan all along was to keep me isolated to where his friends were my friends and that I didn't have any friends outside of that. That was always his original kind of plan. And then through all the grooming and programming, I was starting to do several things for him because that became all I knew. And so that comes down to this this part of the story where Sean actually invited me out for coffee one time. So on a similar note to like when I walked her out to her car, I just kind of was really getting this strong urge, like you need to invite her to have a cup of coffee, you know, invite her to coffee and where you can just really talk together, you know, really just have a real conversation and get to know each other. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like I was so nervous because I was so shy. I was never like a ladies man. I always thought that that kind of stuff was silly. You know, like why would I want to try to pursue a relationship with someone if I'm not already like financially stable? I don't already have like entire life laid out and, and set in place. And to me, it was just like, it made no sense to pursue anything like that. I just thought it was, you know, very, uh, frivolous and pointless like if i'm if i don't have a serious reason for pursuing someone if i don't really have a a real ability to start a life with them then why even get started in the first place why even go there in the first place so i never really developed a lot of a um skill set for dating or for hanging out with girls in a way like that so i was like man so nervous when I was getting that feeling that I need to do this and I was like ah but I, I, I want to but I really don't want to like this is really really hard for me and I worked up the courage I'd gotten her her number to you know just like well hey you know in case you ever need anything or anything's ever going on you know you know here's my number and and she texted me and I had her number that way and then, uh, you know, so I, I built up the courage and then I called her and was like, hey, uh, how would you like to go with me to have a coffee sometime this week? And <laughs> I was so nervous. I was stumbling. I'm pretty sure I was stumbling all over myself. I at least felt like I was. And, uh, you know, and so she was like, yeah, sure. I'd, I'd like that. And, you know, so we, we uh, I think we had to reschedule at least once, but we, uh, decided on one day and then it, and uh the day that we finally decided on we both were set like okay yeah we're gonna do this we're gonna see each other we're gonna go to starbucks we're gonna have our coffee and and uh have a time just to sit and talk together and just hang out get to know each other that was like a first for me ever doing anything like that kind of pursuing someone pursuing a relationship with a girl like that and you know again for me it wasn't like there, I mean, obviously there was an interest in her. Obviously she was, you know, attractive to me because of what I knew about her, because of that feeling I had gotten, that knowledge that I had gotten. But, you know, and, and then there's just that automatic, again, if you're not experienced with the opposite gender, you feel the awkwardness and you feel the shyness and all that kind of stuff. So that was definitely involved too. But there was just a, uh, like wow, I did I did this. I, I went with her to have coffee, and we just had a great conversation. We just really hit it off outside of the workplace, and just 
enjoyed it and just we just enjoyed talking to each other just kind of feeling out each other's ideas and how we think about things and think about life and all that and it was just a really great conversation i could tell she was really enjoying herself i was enjoying myself and you know then she needed to go because probably because her captor was going to be coming home and but she really seemed like she really didn't want to go and like she was just enjoying the conversation we're definitely hoping that we'd be able to do something like that again and uh, so that that was how that went and that was really like kind of our first you know basically like kind of a date kind of a thing and you know just as friends as co-workers and whatnot but it was really cool and he's right. I I didn't want to go. I wanted to spend another couple of hours, even five hours more, and and just really get to know him more because I just I found him so fascinating. He was sweet and respected me and let, just let me talk some and you know <laughs> things that I did not get from anybody prior to him because um, anybody I was close to, which was very few people, and then even fewer when it came down to my captor days that would actually let me talk and have let me have some input rather than to do all the talking and talk over me it was very refreshing and like i said earlier i knew from the get-go that i could actually trust him another interesting thing during this time was he actually met my captor one time it was more so kind of in passing but there was a little small talk. Yeah, it was one of those things where, uh, like, usually I wouldn't be having lunch when everybody else was having lunch. I would have lunch at a different time. Or I really, I have had a lot of problems in my life with, like, crowd anxiety with it. Just, I am a highly sensitive person and too much input, too much going on all around me can just, you know, kind of overly jazz my brain and get me to where I'm just, it makes me anxious, you know. It gets, it's too much, too much that I'm, my mind's on like hyperdrive trying to grasp everything that's going on all around me and it's too much. So it wears me out and it gets me anxious. So a lot of times I've avoided crowded places and things that are going on a lot. So I wouldn't normally be in a crowded lunchroom with everybody else. I would normally find a way to, I just not eat lunch or whatever, you know, rather than that, skip that. I need whatever piece I can get in my life. I don't need to go get more anxiety. But for whatever reason, I happened to be going in there to get my lunch that day. And there was a lot of people in there. And Brandy happened to be at one of the tables with her captor and waved me over. And I was just like, oh boy, I have to talk to some people I don't know here. <laughs> I have to turn on the charm and be friendly. And like, I'm not feeling it. I'm tired today. This is not a great day for me. But I was like, okay, I'm going to walk over here. And, uh, he just kind of made some comment about the hat or whatever that I was wearing. I was just like, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's pretty cool. You know, he was like, he, uh, I didn't, I didn't even know what it was called. It was a dude's boy cap or whatever. I just happened to buy it cause I liked it. I liked what it looked like. And, uh, he had a similar hat himself and I was just like, yeah, oh, that's, that's cool. Like he's like trying to make some kind of connection out of the two of us both wearing that hat or whatever, some kind of a, some kind of a thing. And I just, I don't know. There was something with him that I just, I was not going to really try to connect with him. You know, like I, I don't know. Like I had no sense about their connection together, except just that she seemed to really like look up to him. And in that moment, I was looking at her body language and everything. And just what I was getting out of was that she was really like, really wanting me to meet this guy and really wanting to, to see like, 
how this interaction went or something. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> like, all right. You know, I kind of my cat like independence side is just like, I don't, I don't know this guy. I don't care about this guy. <laughs> I don't care about any of this. What does this have to do with me? Like <laughs> keep these relationships to yourself. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't care about this person. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, just basically trying to e extricate myself as graciously as I possibly could just to get away. It was just like, I don't want to talk to people that I don't know right now. I don't want to deal with this situation right now. I'm just going to try to be as friendly as I can, make whatever small talk, get out, <laughs> get the heck out of Dodge. And uh, so it was, it was kind of awkward, but not like the most awkward thing ever. It was just kind of weird to me. And the impression that I had and everything, I couldn't really get much of a feeling on the guy. It's just more of just a... You know, I don't know. I don't. I, you're not somebody I'm attracted to know as a person. You're not somebody that I that I particularly feel like. Oh wow, he seems so cool. Like he'd be a great friend or whatever. It's kind of more on the side of, yeah, you're another person I can just do without knowing. This podcast is a part of our ministry partnership vision, which is dedicated to youth and young adults who are in need of support, wisdom, or healing so that they can live their best life with the people they're meant to be a part of. You can help support us by sharing our show with others directly, posting about us or reposting on social media, or by donating to us financially through our donorbox.org link, which you can find in the description for this episode. Thank you and have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us where the heart is heard. Partnership Vision Ministries. Stay driven by love. So you can wreck all the fear. You can check us out on Instagram at Partnership Vision Ministries. Or on Facebook on Partnership Vision Ministries page. And even Twitter at PVisionM. Y'all come back now, you hear?